In light of recent unjust deaths of black American citizens that have sparked outrage and violence in our country, as parents, how do you help your kids root out racism from their lives? On today's Family Shift episode, we're going to dive into this much-needed topic. This is the Family Shift Podcast with Rodney and Michelle Gage. Hi, everyone. Welcome to this month's episode of the Family Shift Podcast, the podcast designed to help families stop drifting and start living with greater intention. My name is Rodney Gage, and I'm joined by my 29 years of marriage, my wife, Michelle. I thought you were going to say I was 29 years old. Oh, 29 year old wife. (laughs) Wow, you were getting ready to really win some points. You look better than 29, (laughs) I can tell you that. Thank you. Well, yeah, we've been married 29 years. We've been uh, dating 31 years because you took me out on our first blind date 31 years ago. And um, when you walked off that airplane and laid eyes on me for the first time, I had seen you before in videos and pictures, but you had never seen me before. Like the blind man in the Bible. All I know is I was blind, but now I can see. Amen. So... With that in mind, (laughs) okay, getting a little soupy and sappy here. So uh, what we're talking about today is something that uh, obviously is on the hearts and on the minds of a lot of people in uh, in light of, goodness gracious, what we've been through as a society in our culture and really just in our world uh, with COVID-19, the impact that that has had on our world, the tragic and unfortunate loss, the, just, just the unprecedented loss of life, um, you know, just the economic uh, impact that's been felt. So many people have been mm-hmm. impacted by the loss of jobs, and so, so much fear, uncertainty, um, you know, just the anxiety and everything just related to the emotions that we've all been through. And then here recently, just the tragic and unjust death of George Floyd. And obviously, he's not the only uh, black American citizen that has been uh, murdered unjustly. Um, But, you know, this historically has happened many, many times. But I think this one could potentially be uh, and I, my prayer is that God will take this, and as, as hard and as horrific it has been to see um, the images on television related to really just the violence and the looting, of course, the aftermath of this has just been so chaotic. But I think we cannot d- dismiss, overlook the fact that a, that a man's life was unjustly taken. And it's all because of a very heightened issue of racism that we still to this day in our society, in the United States of America, not just in America, but literally still around the world, it is a very real issue. And what we want to do today is we just want to honestly and transparently share and to to discuss. We want to have this conversation. And can we, is it okay for us just to, as a disclaimer, right up front, uh, Michelle and I have talked about this. And even before we chose to dive into this topic, it's like, I don't know if we're qualified. Right. I don't even know if we'll get it right. Right. I don't even know you know, if if with the best of our intentions, out of the purity and the sincerity of our heart, if it's even going to come out right. 
But my prayer is that rather than avoiding it or not saying anything, that just having the conversation will yeah. be helpful. Hopefully, will bring healing. Will be, if anything, um, encouraging and, and maybe give some confidence to other parents and families that just need to get this out in the open. We cannot. Right. We cannot sit in silence. We cannot ignore the elephant in the room. We cannot. Um, I think procrastinate. If if there was right. ever a time, if there was ever a sense of urgency for us to get this right and to bring help and to bring healing and to restore really the um, the division in our world and in our country with unity and peace, it's now. Yes. But you know, in our conversations, just in the last you know forty eight hours, seventy two hours in 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 the recording of this podcast, we've you know, have had the privilege and the opportunity to reach out. And if anything, I think just out of love to hear, to listen to our black American citizen friends that we're very close to and just trying to trying to understand, trying to gain their perspective, trying to somehow, some way feel what they're feeling. And it's hard. And, you know, Michelle and I, we come from our, you know, uh, different backgrounds that are obviously different from those of you that are listening to this podcast. Um, I realize that the listening audience to our podcast have their own unique backgrounds and stories and cultures and upbringings, which ultimately shapes a lot of of who we are and and right. and all of that. But with yeah, that, I, I come from the the Midland, just from Oklahoma. You're from Texas, and. And we, we come from different backgrounds and perspectives. When we moved to Florida, it really um, opened my eyes to what I thought was pretty much a diverse culture. But even now, I'm learning that it's not even as diverse as many other areas of our country. Yeah. And I love it. I love Florida so much. And I'm so thankful that, that God brought us here to Florida um, and opened my eyes to s- such a beautiful diversity. But even now, as you said, just speaking with my black friends that that come from even more diverse culture and to to talk with them and questions and and listen to their background, to their history. And even before they were born, talking about their family legacy and history. And it's just opened my eyes so much more. We've talked about it in the past, but we've gotten even deeper into conversation, more open-ended conversations that has really open my eyes. It's a life is all about our perspective. It's all about our heart, the condition of our heart. And absolutely. And I love what you've put together, Rodney, for us to talk about today. Just how to root out racism in in our homes, in our hearts. It starts in our heart and then in our home. And then we can really start to change absolutely. our world. And as I stated at the very beginning, we may not get this right, and yeah. so you know, let's all <laughs> let's do this together. Um, yeah. You know, we we obviously will learn from one another, but it is our sincerest desire, and it's our intent to, if anything, just to have the open, transparent conversation. And so, we want to be vulnerable. We just want to share with you um, once again, you know, something that that we pray will be helpful and hopeful and be a conversation starter. So, with that in mind. 
as always, I'm the, often people refer to me as the, the master of acrostics uh, acronyms. So good. So I just, I don't know why, I just love using them. If in, you know, it helps you to remember. It's, it's super it's, helpful when you can think of a word and think of the things that, yeah, that are connected with I it. just have to have something that sticks, it's yeah. easy to remember, that's portable. And I think, too, just a framework to help kind of guide the conversation. So with that in mind, let's dive into it, because here are some things that I think that will help uh, guide your conversation as we attempt to root out racism and as you have these conversations with your children. Now, we also realize that uh, those of you that are listening, if you do have children, you, you have obviously a variety of ages with your children. Some of you have children that are um, very young and small, maybe haven't even started uh, school yet, and there are some age-appropriate resources, some books that we're going to put in our show notes, which, by the way, make sure you download, get the show notes, and if you don't have access to the show notes, make sure you subscribe, but they will be on FamilyShift.com so you can access the show notes, but make sure you subscribe to the podcast And uh, while you're there, rate and review it. It's also very, very important. Share this with your friends. But I encourage you to get something to write with. Jot this down. And even if you don't have children yet, you know, it starts with us. Absolutely. So whether you have toddlers or teenagers or uh, what we call tweeners, those that are Mm -hmm. in between, um, these are some, I think, some helpful guidelines. So let's start with the R in the word racism. And if we're going to root out racism, we have to reestablish God's love for all people. I think this is so important and foundational. You know, the Bible says that we are all created in the very image of God. In fact, the word imago Dei simply is a, is a Latin word that is used to emphasize or reinforce the image of God. And so, when you think about it, we are all fearfully and wonderfully made. God created us as equal human beings. God created us in not just His image, but we have to understand even what that means, because God has a body, He has a soul, and He has a spirit. When you say He has a body, yeah, He has a body in the form of His Son, Jesus Christ. God came to earth in the form of a human being. And we have to understand, now, we, now again, Michelle and I, we're coming from a faith-based perspective, and we realize that not everybody who's listening to this may see eye to eye with us or come from a faith-based perspective, and that's, that's okay. But we just want you to know where we're coming from. But at the end of the day, we believe that we are, we are made by God, and we are made for God. God created us for a very purpose, and that is so that he could have a relationship with us. And we have to understand that when we are made by God and we were made for God, God made us so that he could love us. And that does not mean or does it limit um, you know, anything related to our race when it comes to background or culture or skin color. We are all created in the very image of God. So therefore, we have a body. 
And yes, our bodies may have different skin colors. They, they, you know, we all look, we come in different shapes and sizes and, and all of those things, but we are all created equally in the eyes of God. We have a soul, which simply means we have emotions, we have feelings. God has emotions and feelings. And, and as a result of that, God is also a spirit, and that's why he has placed his spirit inside of us, those of us who have a relationship with God, through his son, Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit lives and dwells within us that guides our lives. And with that, we have to understand that foundationally, God's love is for all people. And so we have to just talk about that. I think we have to see people, we have to teach our kids to see people from God's point of view, from his perspective, through his eyes. God made us so that he can love us. The Bible also talks about in in Paul's letter to Romans, to the Romans, that um, he uses the language that I love in the Passion Translation that talks about that the fingerprint of God is on all Mm. people, that he literally created us and our finger and his fingerprint is upon our life. The Bible says we're his masterpiece. So every person has value. Every person of the human race is equally created and so beautifully created because you're in the image of God. And I think teaching our children that is is everything. Identity is is everything right now. And teaching them that that God loves all people is is so foundational. Absolutely, absolutely. And that's the reason why we need to show dignity and mm-hmm. respect and honor toward right. one another, regardless of background, skin color. That's irrelevant. We have to see one another through the eyes of God, and that is as human beings created equally in the very nature and image of God. And so the R, if we're going to root out racism, the R stands for reestablish God's love for all people. The A in the word racism stands for affirm that racism is sin. Now, that's a hard one, I know, for maybe for some to swallow, but here's the truth. We have to call it for what it is. We can't dance around it. We can't ignore it. We have to call it for what it is. Sin has a name, and racism is nothing but sin. And when you look at the Bible, what's interesting is that the Bible is obviously um, speaks towards sin in general. The Bible says there's none righteous, not even one. Through one man's sin entered it into the world. Um, through Adam in Romans chapter 5, it teaches us. And what's interesting about sin is that because of sin, our hearts are deceptive. Our hearts are capable of anything. So that's why the Bible says our heart is, the heart is deceitful and desperately wicked. Who can even understand it? And so when you look at the violence, when you look at the hatred, when you look at the bigotry, when you look at the um, the prejudice, when you look at the things that people in our world today are doing toward one another, it shows what is in the heart of man and woman. It shows the true nature and the darkness of what sin and depravity of moral and spiritual decay has brought forth in our world today. And so we have to just recognize the fact and affirm that racism is sin, and we we've got to root it out. Right. We have to recognize that that could be a generational sin as well, something Absolutely. that was passed to us, and we didn't even realize it. Yeah. Um, we have to open up and recognize 
look deep in our hearts and, and understand that, that it is. That's, yeah. that's what it is. And I think my prayer is that even in the recent um, you know, tragic loss of George Floyd, um, you know, my prayer is that somehow, some way, this whole issue is going to bring about the right kind of change that needs to happen. I know that this has been a generational challenge in our world and in our culture and our society, but something has to change. And we cannot, we cannot call it anything short of sin because that's what it is. It is not a skin issue. It is a sin issue. And so we have to affirm that racism is a sin. So number three, if we're going to root out racism, the C stands for confess any bias towards those different than you. So, you know, as we stated at the outset of this podcast, you know, we come from a different background. We have a different story. We, we have been, um, you know, raised a certain way, just like those of you that are listening. You have your story. You have your background. You have the way you were raised, your family. And with that in mind, whether we realize it or not, you know, our upbringing, you know, how, where, we, where we were born and how we were raised greatly shapes and influences, you know, our belief system. Absolutely. And then when you look at education, when you look at the role that media plays, and when you, you know, even, you know, things in the music industry, so much has influence on uh, what we think, how we believe. And if we're not careful, those beliefs, the world system and the standards that often are promoted and spotlighted, they may be popular, but they may not be true, nor may they, may they be right. Mm-hmm. And we have to understand that, and again, we come from a faith-based perspective, so therefore our basis of truth comes from God's Word, and so we're going to form opinions not based on what other people you know, say or think. We're going to base beliefs based on what God teaches in his word. Yeah, it makes me think of the again the a scripture from Paul's letter to the Romans in in, ver, in verse or excuse me chapter 12 where he talks about don't conform to your culture but change it by by the way that you think by changing the way that you think. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, what culture is is maybe made that it, it was okay or things were okay may not be okay and we have to you know, be be ready to yeah, because look what, and see what's actually truth. Yeah, because what culture will do is culture will put labels, stereotypes mm-hmm. on other people, and and you know that look different than us, uh, and and so we have to realize that if we're not careful, these can form certain biases. Yeah, and and we have to guard against that, and we have to confess if we have found ourselves. You know, even if it, even if we thought it was in the form of innocence, if we found ourselves joking about something or making fun or laughing about something, we 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 have no idea how hurtful and derogatory that can be on other people's lives. And so we just have to confess. We have to be aware, self-aware. We have to confess any bias towards those different than us. And that's something we just have to reinforce to our children as we help root out racism. The I. And the word racism stands for initiate conversations with those different than you. And I just think this one here really can be a game changer because as I stated, we all have different backgrounds. We all have a story. We all have different, you know, um, perspectives. And when we seek to learn and understand, in other words, when we enter into other people's world 
and we cross that bridge into hearing their point of view, understanding their perspective, you know, appreciating, you know, their value system, their worldview, evaluating maybe what they've had to overcome and understanding those hardships that they've had to overcome. What that does is just gives you a greater sense of not just understanding, but appreciation. And so, you know, we don't always necessarily have to agree with certain people that are different from us, especially when it comes to, you know, moral decisions or lifestyles that people may choose to live. We don't necessarily have to agree on everything. But at the same time, we can show honor, we can show dignity, we can show respect. And I think the more we learn and understand where one another comes from, I truly do believe we'll find that we have more in common than we do that's not in common. Right, right. It's so important that we teach our children that. And we teach by example, again, you know, just that initiating conversation with with people that are different than us. It just, it broadens our world and it, it helps us to grow and to stretch and to learn. Um, but it's not something that we, ha- is probably going to come to us. It's something that we have to intentionally initiate in yeah. our lives. It's it's so hugely important if we're going to be people that that make a difference with our lives. Yeah, and I just in a in a very practical sense, you know, that's where I think it's important, you know, especially with young children, you know, when you have, you know, invite invite, you know, the uh, the children who maybe from, you know, um, maybe it could be Hispanic, could be, you know, a black American citizen, it could be Indian, it could be Asian, it, you know, the list goes on and on and on based on, you know, backgrounds and cultures and, and race. But what better way, you know, to get to know one another and have those conversations than to, you know, invite a family over for dinner, you know, allow there to be a sleepover where we just get to know one another. We do life with those in a way that allows us to truly understand and to really just love one another and to do life with people that truly are different from us. But the only way we can get there is to begin and to initiate those conversations. The And again, if we're going to root out racism, the S stands for speak up for those who whose dignity is under attack. And you know, we live in a world today where there are some who do not have a voice, and we have to be a voice for the voiceless. We have to speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves. And that even comes in the area of, you know, with children today, especially, uh, and there's so many different forms of this, you know, a bullying, uh, you know, one another. There's a lot of um, children today who are paralyzed who are paralyzed by fear. You even have in the workplace today, you have not just you know, diversity challenges and issues, but, you know, there are, there are situations and circumstances when it comes to, and again, it's not even a skin issue. It could be a gender issue. It could be, you know, all kinds of situations and circumstances where people's dignity is under attack. And we cannot be guilty of the sin of silence. We have to speak up. We have to step in, and we have to do the right thing. Yes, and you know, we like we said at the beginning of this podcast, when we speak up, we may not get it right. Yeah, 
And that's okay. And it's scary too, you know, especially, you know, what we've been going through recently. If you don't have a complete understanding of something, it's hard to speak up and to speak out. But we can share what other people are sharing that do have an understanding. Like on social media, we, we share what what others that, that come from the black background that they're sharing on their social media. We can share it and we can we can have those conversations and, and speak up for those that, that can't speak for themselves. Absolutely. And the M, again, if we're going to root out ra- racism, the M stands for make unity and diversity your highest priority in friendships. And so because God created us all unique, we're all fearfully and wonderfully made, you know, there is unity in community. And I just believe that when we come together and we can do life with one another, we can... Um, truly learn to celebrate those differences. And the best way of doing that is establishing those friendships. Because when we begin to really have um, those relationships and friendships with people that are different than us, what that does, it just, I think it gives us a greater sense of depth, you know, when it comes to just living in, in a way that allows us to benefit from the unique differences that our friendships can can bring. You know, how boring would it be if we're all just a bunch of robots? How boring would it be if God just would have created all, all of us to kind of live and function like a bunch of widgets, you know, an assembly line where we all look the same and act the same, just do the same? Well, here's the thing. God created us unique from one another. Right. We all have, there's not a single person whose DNA is the same as ours. There's not a single person who has the same pigment of skin. We all are a kaleidoscope of human beings that are all created in the very image of God. There's so much um, depth of growth that we can have in our lives just by having friendships um, that are a part of that beautiful diversity. And just sitting around the table in my life with friends from different backgrounds and, and different places around the world and, uh, you know, some of my black friends and to know, to hear their stories, to hear about their grandparents, their great-grandmother, and to know that what they came from and what they have risen up from is life changing. Yeah. It is life changing to know their stories. Yeah, absolutely. There's such beauty, beautiful things in diversity. And we cannot, I don't think we can be the people that we need to be um, to make a true impact with our lives, to have, to make a difference with our lives. If we can't grow, if we can't expand, if we cannot open our arms to all people and to love all people, um, because there's so much depth in, in loving all people. Absolutely. And I think, um, Michelle, the thing that, as we bring this to a close, the thing that we have to just keep in mind you know, and again, we're coming from a faith-based pers- faith-based perspective, right? And so, you know, as God's children, I can't even begin to understand what's going on in the heart of God to see His children, to see His creation that live with such div- division, and to to see the the malice, the 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 anger, and the hatred, and yeah. the you know just the um, conflict that. The chaos, you know, because of that, I can't even imagine what is going on in the heart of God. His heart is broken, it's grieving, and 
again, God made us so that He could love us, so He could have a relationship with us. We're created, every single person is created equally in the eyes of God. There's not one that is preferred more than the other, yes. one that is better than the other, one that's more important than the other, one that right. should have certain privileges more so than the other. No, we are all created equal in the eyes of God. And with that said, you know, as believers in Christ, our goal is to take as many people to heaven as we possibly can. And there will be a day on the other side of all of this when we're going to spend our forever in a home called heaven where every tongue, every tribe, every race, every nation, every human being that has a relationship with God, one day we will all celebrate, we will worship, we will be together as one spiritual heavenly family with our Creator. And at that point, we're not going to be looking at one another's skin. At that point, we're not going to be looking at one another's cultural differences or backgrounds. Where there's only going to be one thing, and that is the unity that brings us together because we're going to be one in Christ Jesus. Right. So with that in mind, let's begin having these conversations. Let's make a commitment to root out racism. And it begins with us, as we stated at the beginning, in our hearts, it begins in our homes, it begins in the you know, the conversations around the dinner table. Let's start taking proactive steps to bring about change. And I, I just want to bring this, Michelle, as we, as, we, as we conclude, bring this to everybody's attention. Let me tell you something. Yes, you know, laws are important, and yes, policies are important, and yes, you know, government has a role in certain things. And, but at the end of the day, listen, government is not the answer. Policies are not the answer. The only answer and the only hope and the only solution that we have on this side of heaven at the end of the day is a change of heart. And the That's only right. person who can change the hearts is God himself. And so I pray that today, if anything, God uses this podcast to maybe challenge your heart. And I pray you'll examine your heart and help your children to examine their hearts, help your children to understand, you know, from God's point of view, what his desire and what his will is, that his good and pleasing and perfect will will be completed and fulfilled here on earth as it is in heaven. Yeah, we can't wait till we get to heaven to see with his eyes and to see with his perspective. We got to love each other now and stand up for each other now. Absolutely. Well, listen, we want to say once again, thank you for listening. Thank you for being a part of today's episode. And once again, the show notes will be available at familyshift.com. If you haven't gotten the book called Family Shift, um, Michelle and I share a five uh, part framework on ways that you can begin talking through vision and values. We talk about friendships. We talk about how to exemplify, you know, how to model the message, you know, in your home. We talk about, you know, the different gifts and abilities and strengths that help really um, shape the identity of who each member is within the family. And so it's available um, at bookstores everywhere. You can get it, of course, online. But we really pray that you'll get a copy of that. Now, listen, if there was ever a time that families needed to make a shift, it is now. This is it. This is it. Yeah. And so we want, I don't know that we'll ever get an opportunity like we have right now to make some changes and to yeah. begin shifting our perspective, make better choices, and have a greater impact. And the only way we can do that is to stop the drift and to make the shift 
and to start living with greater intention. Well, until next time, listen, keep up what you're doing. Listen, I know it's easier said than done, but together, let's all work together to live with greater intention so we can make a difference in the next generation. Thank you for joining us today on the Family Shift Podcast with Rodney and Michelle Gage. If you're receiving hope and encouragement from this podcast, make sure to subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes and share it with your friends on social media. You can also receive the Family Shift Discussion Guide and show notes right into your inbox by signing up or downloading the discussion guides by going to familyshift.com backslash podcast. If you haven't had a chance to get a copy of Rodney and Michelle's new book, Family Shift, you can find links to purchase it at familyshift.com. Also, check out the new Family Shift 7-Day Devotional on the YouVersion Bible app. Once again, thank you for joining us at the Family Shift Podcast with Rodney and Michelle Gage.